0: We got some Panthers and NHL alumni talk from Wednesday night. We also got talk from the All-Star Beach Festival Media Day and the upcoming NHL Skills Challenge and All-Star Game on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast.
1: Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every day.
0: And welcome to this Friday, February 3rd. of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MonoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore F. LA Panthers. And I'm super excited uh, for this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast because I spent the last few days in South Florida. Sorry for not bringing you guys an episode on Thursday. It's just driving around and doing all the activities just to sit down and do a show. But we have a jam packed edition of the show. And we have a special guest on the show, someone who was with me down. In South Florida with with me, and it is, he is a familiar face and voice to the Locked Florida Panthers podcast. He is from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Alex Baumgartner, Alex, welcome back to Locked Panthers.
1: What's up, Panthers fans? It's been a while.
0: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little bit since uh, you've come on the show, but you've been traveling all over to see to see the Panthers play, whether it's Vegas, Toronto montreal and of course you and you and i both being out of town content creators for the panthers we came down here and let's first talk about the alumni game for the panthers and the nhl alumni Uh, they were able to raise 50k uh for for the event of course we had the coaches of jessica blaylock and emily kaplan uh blaylock for the panthers side Emily Kaplan for the NHL side. But what were your main takeaways from the from the event at Coral, the Coral Springs Ice 10 on Wednesday night?
1: You know, we weren't really expecting a competitive game. It's an alumni yeah. game. It's more for fun. No back checking. Don't do anything stupid. Um, at the end, as most alumni games do, they start picking it up a little bit. Um, the younger guys, we say younger guys because the uh, alumni who are older call them the younger guys. <laughs> Like a Patrick Marlowe, a Yandel, a Brian Boyle. like These guys still are nice to them. These guys still had it in them. And um, a couple of them could probably still snap it around another year or two in the, uh, in the National. But it was a really cool event. It was nice to see a lot of fans, people coming up to us, talking to us, stuff like that. And um, it was loud. I mean, yeah, it was at the ice den, so there wasn't a lot of capacity. But it was a great turnout for an alumni game like that and i thought that they put on a great show i thought uh coach emily Kaplan and coach jessica blaylock both had uh done a great job especially on national uh, Women in sports day which uh, i forgot the date like at the arena until i got back home i was like wait this is the same day so i thought that it was like even better that they were both coaching on that specific day um i thought they did a great job probably the most fun scrum I've been a part of on Wednesday just because of uh, some of the responses, because it was it was all for fun and it was all for charity. So I really enjoyed that, and it was nice to catch up with everyone. I haven't been in town in over a month, so nice to see all the other media guys and girls.
0: Yeah, of course, seeing the media people of the David Dorks, the Aaron Browns of, of the world, got to meet are, Sarah
1: of the world.
0: Yeah. Uh... Got to meet Sarah Sivian in person uh, as well, uh, and then of course some fans that we uh, ran ran into ran into Noah Berger, John Acosta. I ran into Joey Ganzi at the uh, Truly uh, Heart Center, uh Beach Festival. We Shout out from Alex from Alex uh, from Panther Prairie as well. Prairie. Uh, Greg Washinsky uh, we bumped into him, but also the quotes that I like from Jessica Blaylock. My favorite one is uh, when what she said about Bill Lindsay, saying how he needs to make an even more iconic goal. <laughs> than uh than the one that he did in 1996 is like and whether we were gonna see her uh throw the clipboard on the ice and uh then Emily Kaplan saying I just got the roster this morning and then quickly saying everybody's re- um a, a part of like everyone's resume on the team is like she did not get the roster this morning and of course uh the, oh, she got the roster
1: 10 minutes before the scrum
0: yeah 10 minutes before the scrum my bad I said it said it incorrectly but yeah uh the NHL alumni got two penalty shots in, in the game. David Booth uh, gets a hat trick. Uh, Peter Worrell got a hat trick as well. Uh, and during Peter Worrell's hat trick, what did you think of the players uh, throwing their uh, buckets on, on the ice? So I thought I saw
1: something fly, like a hat fly onto the ice. And then I saw helmets start raining, which was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. It was like bowling balls with these helmets rolling across the ice. And, you know, the players are calling him Big Pete in the locker room. Pete Worrell was a legend down at the ice den um, just because of the commitment to youth hockey he's made. So it was nice to see, a, you know, a, an older Panthers legend, you know, tear it up one more time. I think he told us in the scrum his, for his, his last hat trick was probably his rookie season. So mm-hmm. um, it, was, it was good to see Pete do that. And then I grew up watching David Booth play. Like, he was the guy, ever, him and Steven Weiss were the guys everyone wanted to be. So, to see David Booth still whipping it around like that, and I think he might still be playing professional in Europe or something like that. So, like, I mean, he was doing the David Booth drop the shoulder, drive the net. So, that was pretty cool. You heard a couple boots mm-hmm. in the crowd, which you heard back when he played for the Cats. So, you know, David Booth looks the same as he did when, um, when I was watching him, you know, 10
0: years ago. Mm-hmm yeah sure definitely uh still has the speed and of course uh we got to see i got to we got i got to snap a picture of rhett warner and john van Briesbroek uh together he was uh and of course of course seeing our friend david Dork uh have a conversation two goalie guys uh just having a conversation together so i was happy for uh david dork himself and of course Peter Warrell, you mentioned about him getting his hat trick. It was against uh Jose Theodore uh back in the day. And then Keith Yandel. What I liked about uh Keith oh, Yandel. Yans, Yans is the best. Uh, uh, he was I think he was paired with uh Brian McCabe a few times, and McCabe talked about how not a good idea to uh pair those two uh together. And yeah, uh, I actually asked I asked McCabe after the game. I was like, hey, how do you like playing with Yans? He's like Yans looks good, but I
1: I I was terrible or something like that. <laughs> And, and it was funny because McCabe Makeba, was probably the best player at the alumni game in um, Toronto a couple of uh, months ago. So
0: he's, he's, him and Luongo have been a frequent of alumni games recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, uh asked Keith, Keith Yandel was asked about, uh, what he's doing for the All Star festivities. And he talked about, uh, doing stuff for Bleacher Report as well. And he, this, this is the best quote of the night when he said that he was coming for our jobs and then, Later on we see uh him with Glue to Report at uh at Media Day, uh with the with the tiny mic uh talking to Alexander Barkov. So just a great personality that uh Keith Keith Yandel has. And one other thing, um Roberto Longo. I don't I don't know if we saw the gritty uh or not from Longo this time. I, I think I looked away after he scored, but scoring in the final seconds, you know, you know that Panth, uh you had to get the Panthers legend uh a a, a goal there. Uh there, yeah, probably. he said at the end that
1: uh, he doesn't know if it counts because they were kind of letting him score just for the fans. Yeah, but in Toronto, he he did
0: earn those goals and he did hit the gritty. So, hey, uh, you 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 don't come you don't complain about uh, about getting on the scoreboard whether they they let you uh, or or not. That's for sure. But we're going to transition over to segment number two, where we're going to talk about the Beach Festival in Fort Lauderdale, Beach. We're going to see we're going to discuss. What you will see if you happen to not go to the beach festival just yet, and plenty of more here. Where's sunscreen? Yes, wear sunscreen. Yes. Uh that's a, a fair warning. Uh we're gonna discuss that next year on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're gonna tell you all about FanDuel. And this year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're excited about our new sports betting partner for Lock On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports easy. Download FanDuel now so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, and who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid on your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Back on this second segment here on this Friday. February third edition of lockdown Florida Panthers podcast where Alex Baumgartner from the Five Reasons Sports Network is here um, and yeah uh, you and I got to meet up pretty pretty early uh, in, in the day uh, grabbed some food at the at the at the tents uh, at the beach festival uh, if you happen to go to Odyssey Beach Fest and it's in the very same location Fort Lauderdale Beach Park uh, I think it's I think the I, I think the Address is 1-1-0-0-1100 Seabreeze Boulevard, A one A near Las Olas. Uh, of course, you got to pay for your own parking in certain locations. Uh, so, but one thing that I one thing that I liked the most about it was the traveling Hall of Fame that they. Of course, I know you've worked at, at the Hall of Fame in Toronto, but of course, someone like me who doesn't see it every single day, the fact that they uh, bring it bring the bring the individual awards down like the heart, the Calder, uh, and team awards, like the president's trophy as well. The Prince of Wales as well. Uh, I, I, and of course the biggest section, because we're in South Florida, the history of Florida hockey as well with some of the old jerseys, there was an old Brian McCabe Jersey with just the, the Panther face on top of it. We had a, uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, uh, reverse retro from two years ago as as well. And a Roberto Luongo goalie stick, I, uh, I believe it was, uh, I forget which year it was, but that uh, there was a goalie, a game used goalie stick there. The, what were cool your- part, the cool part about I didn't actually go there. That was probably the only
1: part I didn't look at. But the funny thing is, um, that's like, you go to the regular Hall of Fame, you will see all the trophies, the bigger versions. But All the Panther stuff you saw was specifically curated for this event because the Hockey Hall of Fame only displays about 15%, 15 to 25%. I think it's closer to 15% of what the Hall of Fame owns. So all that Panther stuff you just named was not displayed at the Hall of Fame at the time I worked there. So that's stuff that you've never seen before, anyone really.
0: Some information uh, from insider, Alex insider information, some insider information. You can only imagine what are behind the curtains, bef- what they don't bring out on display. And of course, hall of fames, they interchange throughout different times of what they bring interchange out. Change almost every week. Mm-hmm. At least one thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, one, one of the other activities that you could see, uh, do there as, as a fan, of course, the, once again, admission is free. there. activities like air hockey, um, the where, what you use to hit the 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 air hockey with an actual bigger air hockey, like it's a it's bigger, way bigger than a puck. And of course, the what you hit it with is a very the paddle is very heavy. So I didn't even score, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, the plus minus was even. I didn't score a goal, nor did I give up a goal, uh, on, on mine when when I uh played it. Of course, there was hardest shot as well. Uh, can't say that I shoot, uh, nearly to the levels of uh of an nhl player Can't yeah mine that. was i think my highest was 68
1: but if i was on the ice i could probably get it to 75 but that's not enough
0: <laughs> mine was like 48 something like that so uh yeah not not the not not the highest uh mph uh I got to watch some of the esports tourney uh, as well. I got to see one of uh, a a three goal comeback from one of the, and of course, broadcasted uh, live on Twitch. So maybe you'll see um, if you look at the replay, you get to see me in the crowd. And I love the United by Hockey uh, truck, the museum where you where you uh, where it talks about uh, Indigenous hockey players, uh, people of color as well. We've seen like a Kevin Weeks there. We saw Jerome McGinley as well, and a Jason, play by play. Robertson, Jason Robertson
1: or Ryan Reeves. It was, it was for um, the, the official press release had to do with diversity, uh, showing diversity in hockey or something around that. And it's a, it, it's a beautiful thing at the museum that they've been able to curate. I think they had stuff from Willie O'Ree as well. So mm-hmm. a really, really cool, cool thing.
0: Yeah, there's uh, also names like Brian Trottier, uh, Bill Guerin, uh, Julie Chu, uh, Mike Greer, uh, general manager of the San Jose Sharks as well, and a play-by-play section where you could do a uh, highlight. And the one I did was uh, former Panther uh, Al Montoya, what, but this was when he was with the Canadians, and the play was a save that he made uh, against the Panthers. It was a it was a uh, shot from Keith Yandel from the point and then Aaron Eckblad on a follow. So I decided to do a little bit of a uh, play-by-play uh, for, for that one as well. Uh, of course, there's autographed tents of... Uh, where Matthew Kachuk and Sasha Barkov were there early in the day on Friday um as well. And, Of course, the best one of it all uh getting to take a picture with the Stanley Cup. And that was the very first time that I personally have been that close to the Stanley Cup and of course the NHL and South Florida just had to uh put a the the beach background because uh Florida so <laughs> just uh, it. it awesome beautiful shot of the cup wow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so it, it's a it, I, I i had my opportunity and of course even, i'm not i'm not an nhl player so does it really matter whether i touch it or not not really I, i've touched but, it multiple times but that's
1: because i move. i've had to move the cup before because i used to work at the hall of fame mm-hmm.
0: and, but i but i personally uh did, did did not touch the cup uh for 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 my, my re, re, um, for just superstitious uh, reasons, mm-hmm. but uh, but let let's move on a little bit to uh, media day mm-hmm. as well. Uh, to uh, which was held uh, around three. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. We're getting we're, we're we're flying by the most important part of the day. You getting in the net.
0: Oh my god! No. And getting <laughs> and then getting hit
1: in the. Uh, in a region, you don't want to get hit on the opening shot. Respect to Armando for not only getting into the goal where a machine fires pucks at you from a ridiculously close range, because when we had the game at the Hall of Fame, it wasn't that close, and a guy's aiming it. It's not programmed to go in certain parts of the net. The Hall of Fame one, you would never get a hit where Armando got hit because they programmed it's moment <laughs> one. Um. Yeah, well, he got in the net. It was like maybe ten shots, and the first shot hit him where you would wear a cup.
0: Yeah, so and that net, hurt. Uh, it it hurt it hurt me for uh, a few hours. Uh, and uh, hours. Yeah. Jeez. So things. Yeah, so wear a cup if you're gonna do the if you're gonna try to. Uh, I would not, not do that one just because the guy was aiming low the first four shots. Hmm. So. so. Yeah, and it's very close if you decide to go. But uh, now, now we can talk about Media Day. Thank you for telling that story. I, I think the, the listeners will definitely have a good laugh at that. But um, one thing uh, after Media Day was uh, the announcement of Anthony Duclair uh, launching his foundation and the Panthers matching 100K of it. But, of course, him raising a 200K in it. But uh, wh- what were your biggest takeaways uh, from, from Media Day, which the shots – showed right uh, on the beach as far as background because of course uh florida what were your biggest takeaways from uh from media day
1: after being on the beach from 10 30 to two i'm like okay cool we're going to the hotel it's gonna be indoors it's gonna be fun i meet up with uh you know glenn from south florida sports so he's uh he's there We're both walking through the media entrance, and I'm looking at the doors we have to go through, and I'm like, wait a minute. The podiums are outside. So I I walk out, I'm like, we're doing media day with the backdrop of the ocean. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And that's that's saying something, because I just saw the Stanley Cup on the beach. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, now a couple hours before. But I'm like, it was great. Like, it was actually cool at 3.30, so it was not hot at all. Nice little sea breeze. I mean, it, it was, like, picture perfect almost. The NHL logos with the all-star backdrop and the or the all-star podiums and the, the ocean in the back and beach. And I'm just like, there's a reason why the all-star game is in South Florida, and there's a reason why South Florida is doing such a good job and there's such a good turnout. Because not only is, I'm going to say it now, hockey does work in southern markets, non-traditional markets. Pete, Agreed. You should have seen how many people were running to get to the autograph signing, running. A couple people said, oh, hey, Alex, hey, Alex, in line. And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And, you know, talking like, yeah, like we're, like, we're going to go back again for another autograph. Like, people loved it. But, but over to media day, um, the setup was great. I mean, it looked so nice. Like it was just, like, it was scenic almost. It was, like, extremely nice in terms of just visual. If you look at NBA media days or stuff like that, oftentimes it's in a conference room. They weren't doing it. They, they do it best in South Florida.
0: They do it mm-hmm. best. Yeah, and you uh, the, the setup was uh, the Kachuk brothers right next to each other as well. Uh, yeah. Which is, of course, a cool feature. Uh, Matthew talking about extra tickets. Uh, him being very lucky that he's he's the host player. Of course, Sasha Barkov. Uh, I asked that. You at, that that was uh, Alex that asked that. So <laughs> cre- credit to Alex for uh, that. No, the, the
1: funny thing about that one is I asked him. Uh, we were asking him something about Brady. I don't think I the one after. I don't think I asked this one, but Someone else asked something about Brady and Brady starts to sit down at his podium, right. When Matthew says it and Brady's smiling and Matthew's like, well, look at this guy. I think it was to do with being like the older brother, but look how big Brady, cause Brady's taller or something. It was just cool to see the two of them next to each other. And it, like, it was kind of hard because of the speakers on, I had to change the recording. Cause now I'm with
0: Brady instead of Matthew, but, uh, no, it was cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Bo, Bo Horvat uh, at least uh, a little bit of an awkward moment because uh, he's uh, at the podium with with an Islanders uh, logo on his, but he's going to be actually playing for the Pacific Division. In, but in he will Oscars.
1: have Islanders patches on his equipment. We-
0: weird, <laughs> just just weird a little bit. Just the strange timing of, of that uh, trade uh, as well for uh, Bo Horvat. And it, it has happened
1: before. John John Scott did get traded when he was um nominated from the Arizona coyotes now we know that was a different situation yep it's pretty much the same thing he I think he played for the central
0: or something or mm-hmm. and he got MVP that year too you get MVP he got we got he played good game yeah so so what what a year for what a year for for that one as as uh well uh but you got an opportunity to uh to talk to uh Kevin Fiala of the LA Kings a fellow uh a fellow Swiss, uh, of of your, of yours. Uh, how, how's that like? Yeah. I mean, I talked to
1: a couple players, but the one I really wanted to like, we we talked that we knew, we knew we would get Barkov and Kachuk and we talked to them all the time. Um, when, when I knew Fiala got into the all-star game, my grandpa got excited because he's a big Swiss hockey fan like I am. And, um, did a little bit of background research just on Swiss NHL all-stars. Kevin Fiala will be the sixth player, From Switzerland to play in an NHL All Star game. Roman Yossi's played in four. And then Nico Tierchier, Timo Meyer, Jonas Hiller, and Mark Streit, I believe, have played in one. So it's pretty big for Swiss hockey to have another guy in the NHL All Star game. And it was his first experience. And, you know, he's come from the Minnesota Wild after having a a great season. And he's first here in the LA Kings. And he's by far the best player on that team. And I think his career as a whole has been very interesting because he's a Swiss guy who played um, junior hockey in Sweden, got drafted to the Predators, played for Milwaukee for a bit, played for the Predators, was traded for, I believe, Mikhail Grandland, I think, in that deal, um, to for the Minnesota deal. And, you know, he by far exceeded the expectations of the Minnesota Wild. And then he, it, salary cap issues, Minnesota had to make decisions. And when you're, when you have that much money in uh, recapture penalties from Suter and Parise, and then Caprasaw's is making, I think, uh, north of 9 million. Mm-hmm. It's a little hard because Fiala was due to make around 8 million when she, he made seven, eight a year in LA, but no, he's had a, a great career and like, I, Talked to him a lot about swiss hockey and sometimes when you have these big media things we have so many players the mcdavids and the dry sidles are going to get a little bit more of the the microphones so i did have a, a basically almost a one-on-one with fiala like there were other people a swiss network did come um they also had sky sports germany or europe or something there so he did have a lot of people to talk to but i did get a lot of time to talk to him which was uh was, was good because um the one guy i did want to speak to you know kind of about his journey as a, as a swiss hockey player was kevin fiala so really nice guy shout out the la king for posting a picture of me or i looked horrendous but kevin fiala being a man rocket looked amazing and everyone <laughs> thankfully was looking at fiala and not me because it was only me and him in the picture mm. but um yeah it's it, uh, it was it was a fun moment, and um, I talked to guys like Jack Hughes too for a little bit. Um,
0: Orlando, Orlando, born Jack.
1: Yeah, King. he uh, he he doesn't really like. We, he was asked about that. He was just born there. Yeah, he was. He doesn't. He's not his hometown. But I did talk to Sveshnikov for thirty seconds, and what a guy! Mm. Really nice guy. He, he w- I said uh, thanks, and he, he winked at me after. Mm -hmm. really, really really nice guy. Another first time all-star. So I think this is going to be a really interesting week.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's only going to get more interesting as we have more of the events going on tonight, including the NHL skills challenge, where we're going to discuss that next here on the locked on Florida Panthers podcast. Stay with us here. Third and final segment here on this Friday, February 3rd edition of the locked on Florida Panthers podcast got Alex Baumgartner here from the five reasons sports network and I did buy a little something from the Fanatic shop uh here in uh here at the at the beach festival. We're well, going to uh full, full screen uh myself real quick. Uh just got the puck from the from the store. So a little bit more to the collection of pucks uh, for for myself. Uh you got, got to zooming on my hat here. I'll oh yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, I got also uh Alec got himself an All-Star uh hat w- 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 from the Fanatic shop too. A, yeah, there's the All-Star all-star
1: logo right there my hair was terrible after being on the beach for hours so i um i had to go i, I ran to lasolas and i bought the hat and then i went back to the fest
0: <laughs> yeah it was a really hot day once again we sunscreen but some of the let's talk about some of the challenges uh for the skills uh competition just gonna go through some of them very quickly accuracy challenge sasha barkoff leon Drysidle, kevin Hayes, jack hughes nazem kadri nikita kucherov connor mcdavid brock nelson artemi panarin uh Vladimir Tarasenko will be part of that uh pitch and puck the golf of uh, the par four uh golf hole uh which of course holds near and dear to my heart with working in golf television for almost a decade and uh now uh working in hockey for the last time uh, a lot of years. that already happened right uh to I my knowledge that. yes uh okay, it, so but we like weren't the, there for that it's one like the,
1: it's like the splash shot
0: yeah which we were there for the splash shot but we won't share any results of what what uh happened but the picture puck before we go to the slap shot is johnny gaudreau clayton color jason robertson and nick suzuki um splash shot which um fun but it was fun but uh you're gonna see on the tv uh certain the boards on one end were not constructed the same as the other and you'll see when you uh watch it uh those are uh the the contestants are Sidney crosby nathan mckinnon and uh they won't show this on the TV, but the MC had a little bit of a hard uh, time pronouncing pronouncing the names: uh, Miko Ranitin, <laughs> uh, Igor Shesterkin. No, you know no, you just said it right. It, it, it,
1: he said he did not. He said like Sheshur Sh- and
0: Sheshurin. Sh- uh, Sheshurin. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, Kale is part of it as well. Adam Fox and both uh, Matthew and Brady. So I- I'm
1: very, uh, very surprised. The NHL got Sidney Trasby in
0: Sydney Crosby
1: just sit in a dump tank.
0: Yeah, so that that one's fun uh for for sure and uh we got we got a little bit of a close a close up there. Uh, of course, uh PK Subban and Kevin Weeks are are the MCs of the event when when you guys uh see it on TV. Hardest shot uh Rasmus Dahling, Rasmus Dahling who replaced Tage Thompson in the event. Sad to see Tage Thompson not uh performing. Uh Seth Jones, Josh Morrissey, Alexander Ovechkin, which of course that's a great addition with uh how how he's going on his uh goal pace and uh, elias peterson as well fastest skater which uh uh connor mcdavid um connor mcdavid uh asked the nhl not to be uh a, a part of it anymore so um we won't be seeing connor mcdavid in it uh but dylan larkin Kirill kaprizov kale mccarr chandler stevenson who replaced Matty Bernier, so there's no representation for the Kraken there, and Andrei Smechnikov. And breakaway challenge, uh, Roberto Luongo is part of it uh, as the celebrity goalie, and Mitch Marner, Ovi and Crosby together. What do you think of Ovechkin and Crosby doing, pairing up together for the event? Well,
1: a quote came out today, I don't know which one of them said it. But it basically said when we both retire, we'll
0: probably have a couple beers together. I'm going to find which one said it. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, And, and of course, uh, to finish off the breakaway challenge, David Postanok and Matthew Kachuk uh, are a part of it. While you're finding out, we're going to list off the tandem, uh, the attendee tandem. Uh, All five goalies will be participating in it, including women's hockey players, three from the USA. Excuse me, three from Canada, two from the USA. Including Alex Carpenter, Hillary Knight, Emily Clark, Rebecca Johnston, and Sarah Nurse. We did and meet
1: Emily Clark yesterday.
0: You did, nice. That's awesome. You were there too. Yeah, yes, yeah, so she was with uh, Aaron Brown. We we met her with Aaron Brown when we went to the we went to the we went to the tent. So the
1: quote was from Ovechkin: "When me and him are going to be retired, we're going to have a couple
0: beers together." This was at media day yesterday. That that's awesome. So so. uh like a long-time rivalry for those two, and then uh, now them uh, getting uh, together as well. And we have, have an, do have an announcement of uh, who will be performing the national anthems. Uh, Sarah Walpole of, uh, will be performing Old Canada, and the Game Ends Chorus of South Florida will be singing the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, for the All-Star Game, Sasha will be uh, performing "O Canada, and Andrew McMahon will be performing the Star Spangled Banner for Saturday. And Fall Boy, the second intermission performance along with the central florida community arts symphony orchestra fun fact for everybody too uh if you go to the incredible hulk ride at universal orlando and you hear the music that music was composed by patrick stump of fallout boy so fun fact about there so not only is he a great musician and the lead singer fallout boy but he's actually an actual composer so they uh they put that stuff uh together for for that um which uh which event are you uh looking forward to most for the skills competition alex Uh breakaway, breakaway? I, i'm
1: still so, i'm so upset the nhl doesn't have their old breakaway challenge where they would have um it, it was it was it wasn't trying to score wait is it so the breakaway challenge used to be like years ago you would try and make like cool moves going in on the goalie is it like that again they got rid of that for like six years.
0: Um I think it's gonna be like the goalies like letting you score and then you just create
1: okay so I, I think it's kind of it like the, it's kind of like the
0: dunk contest.
1: contest. If that's how it is then I want that because they got rid of that for years. Where that like that was the most creative like I remember one year in Montreal Alex Kovalev, who was playing for the Habs flipped the puck on his back and then caught it on his back and then flipped it back up. Ovechkin and Crosby or Ovechkin and Ma- or yeah, Ovechkin and Malkin shared the sticks. So Ovechkin took Malkin's stick and he did the two sticks with the Canadian flag coming out of the hat. Patrick Kane had the fake puck where he took the slap shot with the Superman cape and he blew up the puck. That was the coolest event at the skills competition. So if that's what the breakaway challenge is, that's what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. And I still think I'd be most excited about that because Roberto Luongo and um, Matthew Kachuk are both in it.
0: Yeah, and of course Sasha Barca, uh being in it too. So those are the two Florida Panthers uh, sh- showcased in in the skills competition. Of course the and of course with the All Star sat Saturday afternoon uh, at three p.m., which which uh, you'll have the Western Conference uh, All Stars go against each other and East against each other. And right before uh, the events uh, for the skills, uh, the red carpet show will be from 3 three p.m. to 4:30 at the beach festival today and uh literally as soon as that over, as that's over I highly recommend get yourself to the arena if you happen to be going uh going tonight uh for for the event. because uh for people out of town uh not everything's that close in south florida when it it's comes also to the rush hour yeah so, so
1: if you needed to miss something the red carpet might be the thing you miss Mm-hmm. Just get to the arena on time,
0: yeah. And uh, yeah, with uh, how they're uh, marketing Fort Lauderdale versus uh, the, the actual events going on at the arena and sunrise taking 595 west, uh, to it, it's not going to be an easy commute. It's not an easy commute for me as well, uh, and, and you as well, Alex. Uh, for yeah, I, your- I will not be
1: going to the beach today, I will be staying home writing articles because it's only a 15 minute drive to FLA Live for me. Like mm-hmm. a 45 minute drive to Fort Lauderdale beach park. So
0: yeah, uh, for me, I'm as always, I'm staying in Miami Dade, uh, where, where where that's home for me every single time. So it's even a further drive for me. So uh, might go to the beach festival for a little bit uh, for, before uh, heading to the arena. We'll be meeting up with Alex Slemp of Full Press NHL. Super excited to have him come to town and we're going to definitely all enjoy the skills competition together. But Alex, uh, I want to thank you for joining on to this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 91 And you could also check out his articles at Five Reasons Sports Network. Don't forget about that. And when he uh, posts some articles, of course, him being the special guest on this show, I will also retweet them as well to for you to get a little bit of a perspective. So thank you so much, Alex, and I will see you next time on the show. Wear sunscreen, Armando. Yes. <laughs> Will do. Will do. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects with Heidi Halakash. Thank you for making the Locked Florida Panthers podcast your first season of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski brings you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports team with some special guests and the take of the day. Follow Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. So I'm Romando Lez with Alex Baumgartner, and you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.